Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. If the first word that comes to mind when you think about managing your finances is overwhelm, then I have created this episode specifically for you. If you know that you need to start to get on top of your financial situation, if you know that you need to save money, if you know that you have debt that you need to pay off, and if you know that you should start investing, but the thing that's keeping you from doing any of this is that you have absolutely no idea where to start, then this episode is absolutely most definitely for you, and I also wanna make sure you know that you are not alone. So stick around and I'm gonna walk you through a framework to follow that's gonna guide you through the process of saving your money, paying down your debt, and getting started with investing for your future. There is a ton of financial information and advice kicking around out there. Some of it's good, some of it's not so good, and all of it revolves around some version of telling you that you should do this and you need to do that, and if you're not doing this thing right, then uh uh-oh, you're in trouble. And it is very normal to feel overwhelmed and stuck when it comes to sifting through all of this information and applying it to your life and figuring out where you should even start with step one, let alone how you're gonna achieve steps two onwards from there. And one of the most common places that most people find themselves when they first start grappling with their finances is wondering whether they should prioritize paying off their debt starting to save some money, and when it's time to dive into the world of investing that money. So in today's episode, I'm gonna walk you through the framework of when and how you should start saving, paying off debt, and investing. And it basically goes in that order. First, you wanna get a cushion of money saved, then you wanna start paying down some of your debt, and after that, you wanna start a system of continuing to pay off your debt and investing at the same time. And I'm gonna walk you through each of these steps, so don't worry if that went quickly. We're gonna walk through the why and how of it all, and I'm also gonna give you some more resources if you wanna dive even deeper into any one of these steps after you finish watching this video. So step number one is to start by saving a cushion of money for yourself. This is gonna be your emergency fund. And if you've caught any of my previous episodes, you probably know that this is the number one thing that I recommend everyone do early on to get control of their finances. It is so important to create an emergency savings fund to act as your sort of financial safety net for when little things inevitably go wrong, which they do. You're gonna wanna build an emergency fund for a few different reasons. First and foremost, knowing in the back of your mind that you have that safety net is gonna go a really long way to creating a more positive feeling when you think about managing your money. There is nothing like living paycheck to paycheck and knowing that you have absolutely no margin of error to really mess with your logic and decision-making skills when it comes to managing your finances. Having an emergency fund is gonna start to reduce that level of fear and anxiety that you have around your financial situation, and it's gonna make the entire rest of this process so much easier. 
The second reason why you want to start with your emergency fund is that it's going to help keep you from getting deeper into debt in case you encounter any little financial speed bumps along the way. If you have to miss some shifts at work, that's okay because you have your emergency fund. If your car needs an unexpected repair with a big price tag, that's also okay because you have your emergency fund. I think think you get the point there. It's going to start to create a buffer of liquid cash between you and the little financial problems that inevitably arise that are going to get in the way of you taking control of your finances. When it comes to building your emergency fund, the amount of money that you want to have saved in there really depends on your own financial situation. And there are multiple schools of thought around how to do this, just to make it easy for you. Tons of different schools of thought. And the most generally prescribed advice these days is for people our age to keep around three to six months of basic living expenses in your emergency fund. Some other schools of thought say to keep $1,000 in your emergency fund. In my opinion these days, $1,000 is a pretty cheap emergency. How many emergencies do you have that can actually be covered by $1,000? But the idea with this one is that something is better than nothing and that even just starting by getting $1,000 into that account is going to help keep you more financially safe and secure. Now, I know you likely aren't going to be able to funnel all your money into setting up that emergency fund right away because you have bills to pay, and you may also be working on paying off some debt that you can't miss payments on. So don't let yourself go into more debt to create your emergency fund, but the idea is to keep paying off the bare minimum for your life and your outstanding payments without funneling any other cash into those areas until you've built up your emergency fund. Any spare dollars or cents you have kicking around at this point in time should go straight into building up that emergency account. Also, to keep your emergency fund secure and far away from the temptation of spending it on anything other than emergency, you're going to want to make sure that you've set it up in a separate account called a high interest savings account. Now, you've probably heard me talk about these before. And this step is important because it serves two purposes. Number one, you're not going to be tempted to accidentally spend it like you would if it were just sitting there in your regular bank account looking at you every day going, I want to go on a vacation. And number two, these bank accounts offer the highest interest rates on the market while still keeping your money liquid. This means that slowly and over time, the account is going to start to earn you money in the form of interest, which will help it bit by bit to build up to a larger amount in that account faster, faster than if you were just contributing to it. Basically, any little bit helps when it comes to creating this fund, and it doesn't cost you anything to set up a high interest savings account and earn a couple extra dollars from it every month. If you're located in Canada like I am, I've linked my favorite high interest savings account that's currently available to Canadians in the description for this episode, and I highly recommend that you go open up an account and put your emergency fund in there if you haven't done this already. And one more point finally on this topic, if you're already glossing over a little bit because it feels impossible for you to pull together a few extra dollars here and there to build your emergency fund, I want you to go ahead and take a look at episode number 16 after this, which is all about 10 ideas for ways that you can save or earn a little bit of extra money so that you can put it all towards building up your emergency fund. That episode is really helpful if you're trying to figure out how to get started on this first step. So moving on from emergency funds, step number two is to pay off any high interest debt you may be carrying. Once you have your emergency fund built, however much that is for you, you're going to want to start in the process of absolutely wiping out your high interest debt. 
Now, high interest debt usually means consumer debt, debt that you're carrying on credit cards. And if you're carrying any credit card debt right now, it's costing you money every month, like a ton of money, a butt ton of money. And you want to make sure to plug that hole as soon as possible so you can stop watching your hard earned dollars melt away into the credit card company's pockets. And you want to start putting that money towards your own life and well-being instead. To get started on this step, first, you're going to want to take stock of all of the outstanding debt that you have and make sure that you write down each one of those debt as, debts as a line item and also write down the corresponding interest rate that you're paying for every debt item on your list. This is gonna allow you to rank your debts from the most expensive interest rate to the least expensive interest rate and start paying off the most expensive rates first. For example, if you're carrying any sort of credit card debt, chances are you're paying somewhere in the ballpark of 20% interest on that, which is absolutely massive, like criminally huge. And a good rule of thumb with debt is that if you're looking at any interest rate that's more than seven to 10%, it qualifies as high interest debt, and you wanna pay all of that off as soon as possible as part of step two. The great news about this step is it should be easy to step into after doing step one. How many times can I say step? The good news about this step is you've probably already solidified the habit of saving more money and diverting it to your emergency fund. So all you're gonna wanna do now is redirect the money that was going to your emergency fund and start using it to pay off your highest interest rate payments first. Don't get tempted to spend the extra cash you found on anything else. I know and I completely understand that you have been working hard to make that emergency fund to top it up and you probably wanna have a little bit of fun, which is completely okay, but it is well worth staying disciplined and getting rid of that high interest debt. It's gonna feel so amazing when you get that weight off of your shoulders, and you're gonna be amazed by how much more money is available in your life now that the credit card company is no longer sucking you dry. After you've finished paying off all your high interest debt, finally, it is time to move on to step number three, which is to create a system of continuing to pay off your low interest debt, as well as starting to save and invest money for your future at the same time. The idea behind this step is that when you're saving money and investing it in the stock market, if you've done your research and are investing it safely, buying things like ETFs, using a long-term buy and hold strategy instead of day trading your head away, all that good investment theory, then you can expect to earn an average annual rate of return of between seven to 10% over the course of your investing life. You can run the numbers differently depending on your own risk tolerance, that's just an average. And if you only focus on paying off all of your debt, specifically your low interest debt, like say a mortgage, that's gonna take you years to pay off most likely. And you'll be missing out on being able to earn seven to 10% on the money that you use to pay off that low interest debt. This is where the term opportunity cost comes into play. Paying off all of your low interest debt before deciding that you're ready to start saving and investing for your future will have an opportunity cost to it. Because you've missed out on all of the gains and all of the compounding interest of the stock market during those years that you were only paying off your low interest debt. So to work through this step, what you're gonna wanna do is look back at that list of debts that you made, check all of your interest rates again, make sure they're still accurate, make sure they're still written down, and make sure that everything that's left on that list still only qualifies as low interest debt. After that, continue paying off that debt as usual based on whatever your payments are, 
while at the same time starting to save some of your extra money, put it into a retirement account, and begin safely investing it for long-term gains over the upcoming decades of your life. Don't go for any get-rich-quick stocks. That is a good way to lose some money. And the thing is, by now, if you've already become better at saving money because first you tucked it away into your emergency fund, then you aggressively paid off your high-interest debt, and you're no longer paying massive amounts of interest to other companies, you probably should be able to find yourself with a surplus of cash available to you that you can then start to use for saving and investing. Now, I wanna make it clear that it is super key that you do not skip this step. And I know it's gonna feel great once you have your emergency fund built and you're not carrying any more crazy debt loads, but it's really important to keep your money habits going strong and to stay diligent and to not fall into the trap of spending so much more money on your lifestyle now that you're feeling safe and debt-free. Enjoy that feeling, and there is nothing wrong with treating yourself sometimes, but don't sacrifice the saving and investing step here in favor of buying a boat because this is the step that's gonna bring you from no longer being in debt to actually being able to build and grow your wealth passively so that you can look forward to a comfortable future ahead of you. So to recap, if you're feeling lost and overwhelmed about where to even start managing your money, then try sticking to this three-step framework and you'll be amazed by how far you can come. Step number one is to build yourself an emergency fund that will protect you. Step number two is to pay off any high interest debt so that you're not bleeding money unnecessarily in the form of absurdly high interest fees. And step number three is to then move on to paying off your low interest debt if you have any, while simultaneously setting up a system to start saving and investing your money for your future. It will absolutely take time. It will 150% take diligence and patience, but it's gonna help you get away from how you're currently feeling about your money and all of the stress and anxiety wrapped up in that. If you're looking for any of the resources or episodes that I mentioned today, like the link to my preferred high interest savings account or the episodes about building your emergency fund, then make sure that you check out the description for this episode and you can find absolutely everything that you need and could be looking for linked down in there. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to subscribe, like, and comment. It helps me so much and the channel so much. And I appreciate you so much for being engaged. So thank you for tuning in. Again, I'm Corey, and I can't wait to see you right back here next Monday with a brand new episode of The How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.